Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Hey mamas, welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast. This is episode 37 and shout out to another interview. We are so excited to be going into the home today of Jenny Worsham. Jenny is amazing. You've heard her here on the podcast before. She is part of our gather leadership team and she is in charge of our neighborhood gathers. She's the visionary behind moms meeting together in homes. And so we are so glad to have her with us today. I totally feel like she's a home expert because I feel like she is willing to open her home to anybody and everybody like whenever they need her. For sure. And she's the queen of hospitality. And she has done something so cool in her home over the pandemic and we cannot wait for you to hear about it. So here's our interview with Jenny. Jenny, welcome back to the podcast, friend. Do you know that you are our first ever podcast guest on episode nine? And we are so thrilled to have you here with us again. And super bonus is that you are here with us in the studio. You're the only guest that we've had yes. with us because pandemic. Yes. It's all been via Zoom. So yes. it's so fun to have you in the room. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. Feel free to spit on us. We're vaccinated. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Rebecca, for keeping it weird. (laughs) Um, Jenny, we are just crazy about you. We're so thankful to have you back. And for moms that listen to the podcast, they've heard us talk about gather groups before. But that comes from a vision that God gave you several years ago. So will you tell us a little bit about, like, what is a gather group and what happens when gather groups gather, get together? (laughs) (laughs) That is such a nice use of words. Uh Good job. Thank you. Yeah, so gather groups is really just moms in community together. So it can look however it needs to look for your stage of life and your group. Um, initially, we started gather groups in our neighborhood. Um, in our in my home was the first gather group where I just invited moms that lived in our community that needed a space to be intentional, to learn how to be an intentional mom in their home and how to uh, have community with other moms. Because as we know right now with the crazy housing market, people are moving here from all across America constantly. And there's so many moms that are coming here with no community, no family, no friends. And even for people that have lived here a long time, so many are not living in community with other moms and trying just to do it themselves. Yeah. And so that's the heart behind Gather is pouring pouring moms into the moms to get them into community. And so that's how Gather started. And no matter how that looks, some Gather groups meet by topic. So maybe they're all special needs moms of you know, kids that have different challenges and Uh they can really have that bond together. Uh, Maybe it's moms that are adoptive moms. And so they have that bond. Maybe it's moms that live near each other or are in a certain stage or they have teenagers. We also have groups that have just started for launching moms that are sending their kids off to college or out into adulthood because that's a whole different season. And so we're starting to put together curriculum for those groups. 
And then most recently, we have started Gather 2.0 for moms that are in the stage of having adult children and are parenting their grandchildren sometimes in their home or just grandparents that don't see their grandchildren as often or maybe daily. So it's a whole different wide range, but it's a different stage than moms whose children are in their home. And so we have curriculum that we offer for those too. So most gather groups meet once a month, uh, usually for just one hour. And some groups meet in homes, some groups meet at a coffee shop or a playground, some meet at a church. It just depends on what works for that group. Um, But we always encourage our groups to um, just be intentional about having that community and being a safe place where moms feel like they can be heard and be real and laugh together about motherhood, but also just be encouraged and leave inspired to do just something better, just one thing better in their home that month. Jenny, every time you talk about gather groups, I get so excited. I I'm know. like, I want to be in a group. Yeah, I'm already in a group. Yeah. But I'm just like, seriously, if you want to go fight a war, I'm on your team. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Yes. So tell us how many groups do we have right now and how would a mom find a group if she wanted to join one? Yeah. So over the last year with COVID, obviously gather became illegal to meet in groups. (laughs) And so it's been a little challenge. We're kind of coming out of now of gather groups starting to meet again. Shout out to seeing people in person. Yes. So we have over the course of the last um, four or five years, we have started over 120 groups all over. Um, from around here in Texas to other states, even to our sweet uh, group in Nigeria. So we have seen that moms need community no matter where you live. And so it has been neat just to see uh, that number of groups grow. And so there are groups on our website at gathermoms.com. You can find the groups there. Uh, Most of the groups use Facebook pages and groups to kind of organize themselves and so you can find a link to a group and see if there's one where you live but if there isn't it's super easy to start a group and we have free curriculum for you to use and uh, there's information on gathermoms.com as well on how to do that and to have your own group in your home love it Love it. Love our champion visionary of gathering moms together. It's so good. Go fight win. So, hey, Jen, this uh, season on the podcast, we're talking about home. And we've kind of asked our guests to take us into their home and and just kind of let us know, like, a little bit more about your home, what it looks like there. Uh, We were just laughing about (laughs) you came in and you were like, well, my home right now is a mess because the carpet cleaner's there. Yeah. My house today is a disaster. Um. (laughs) I just threw the kids in the car. We are doing virtual school this year at our home. Uh, so I have a first grader and a fifth grader, and they have been home all year. And before this, they were in public school. So they have an online teacher and everything, but they're still on and off Zoom calls all day right. and needing help. Yeah. And so I also work from home. Yeah. I'm a CPA in tax season doing that thing on the side. So I'm usually <laughs> in my office working up and down, helping them. And then throw in today, we have family coming in town this weekend. So you need the carpets clean because we uh-huh. have an old dog that smells. <laughs> and so we can't get new carpets until she dies. Poor Sadie. And so we're just, Aww, Sadie. you know, trying to keep the carpet until she makes it, you know, as long as she does. But um, so, yeah, there's a man in there right now with all the hoses and all the commotion that comes with the carpet and tile cleaning. 
And the front door is wide open. The dog's trying to escape out. Kids are on Zoom calls in my office because this is a loud noise. (laughs) (laughs) And then to top it off, my son walked in as we were loading up to come over here and told me that the fish just died. So, you know, Uh, it's just chaos in my house. Uh, Not that bad every day, but most days it's a little crazy. No, but I mean, don't you think that's so helpful for other moms to hear? Yes. It is madness everywhere. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, I got to share something too, because I don't think our listeners know this, but I have a favorite part of Jenny. Yes. Whenever she tells stories, she impersonates people (laughs) and she does it so well. You feel like you are like with, like, I feel like I'm with the carpet cleaner guy when she's telling me about him. So I just want y'all to know that she is the best impersonator I know. Well, thank you. I I was driving with a friend the other day and I was so into my storytelling that part of the story, I was like, and she was like, <gasps> and the person driving went, <gasps> like, we're about to get in a wreck. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I really was in that story. I didn't mean to scare you. So, yeah, I you do are get a, a little great too intense in the storytelling. So, we love it. Um, so, yeah, but I live here in Fate, one street over from Kate and uh, in Texas here. And uh, it's great. I came over in my house shoes. Yeah. And, and her Star Wars shirt because we're recording on May the 4th. Be uh-huh. with you. Jenny, Jenny's always on board for a good holiday I theme. Love theme. Yeah. I don't know anything about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I've never really watched any movie. But, but she's got a t-shirt. Yes, I've got a t-shirt. My son has been wearing the Yoda costume all day. And my daughter is in Ray. costume. Yes. So I did see her come in in Ray. Yeah. I didn't even put the two and two together. On the theme. You guys so are if my amazing. house wasn't chaos today, I would have decorated for it. But, you know, we've got <laughs> a lot going on today. I so. love it. <laughs> so... You know, besides the spot that we're going to talk about, do you have a favorite spot in your home? Well, my backyard would be my favorite spot. Yeah. So Jenny, your backyard is all of our favorite spots. It's the stuff dreams are made of. <laughs> it is. Well, we spend a lot of time out there, so we wanted to make it a place. In Texas, you can spend time in your backyard almost year-round. And yeah. so, you know, we'll have 70-degree days in December sometimes. So yeah. um, I, we just made it a place where, you know, we want to be. So it has been great with virtual school this year. The kids can take their laptops outside. We have a hammock area. We kind of turned the playhouse into, like, a grown-up area. So we have hammocks that we love to sit in. And, you know, Emma has a zip line off the top. And so um, just being out there and I love gardening. So I love pretty flowers. And so I just, that's my happy place to come and sit and work or have time with God. And so that's great. I love that favorite place. Love it. Do you have a place in your home besides the carpets that you'd like to refresh? (laughs) (laughs) Definitely the carpets. Um, But well, yeah, so our dining room has become the school room this year. Right. Because I needed the kids downstairs near me because in the spring last year when we just all had to throw up a desk somewhere, yeah, you know, yeah. it was not working for them to be upstairs, you know, in their room. Like I was up and down the stairs. So I was like, if we're doing this all year, they got to be down near me. So yeah. we took all the dining room furniture apart and put it in the attic okay <gasps> I totally wondered where it went yeah. I was like did she so we sell just that the table oh my gosh the I china cabinet's that. still down there and it has like school uh, you know themed decorations inside of it I took <laughs> of course all the it dishes does out. of course it does but um you know it's like coming now we're like okay we're coming out of school soon what am I going to do with that space and it's a problem like I've even messaged some of my like design interior design friends because The dining room is kind of a weird spot, I feel like, in your house because 
we bought like nice dining room furniture in sure. 2005 at our first house because it had a dining room. We'd just gotten all this I china. remember the day you got that furniture. You, do? you threw a baby shower at your house. Remember? Oh, yeah. was, was it my baby excited. shower? It probably was your I baby I think it was shower. my baby shower. And she had just bought this beautiful dining we room furniture. We went to like a really nice place Whoa. and spent a lot of money on really <laughs> nice because, you know, we had all this china and crystal and everything because we just got married and we yeah. didn't have any kids. So it was like... Let's have this pretty dining room furniture. Well, fast forward to, you know, 15, 20 years later, it's not really in style anymore. Nobody <laughs> has china cabinets and fancy furniture. And so it's like, what do you do with it? Because we spent a lot of money on it. Yeah. And you don't want to spend more money to get something new. So that's the area I'm still trying to figure out. Like, is there a way to refresh the dining room without spending a fortune on redoing it? Sure. So I don't really know. We're totally going to have her back on. When she finally figures out what she's doing with that dining room, we're going to come back around to this, listeners. Don't you worry. We're going to let you know. I tried to sell the dining room table in the garage sale last weekend. No go. Listen, I remember when you tried to sell it on the internet and yes. people were offering you pennies yeah. on the dollar. So sad. And yeah. Jenny was like, no, I'm not taking your 20 bucks for this no. really nice dining it's table. It's really nice. And I'm sure someday it's going to circle back and everybody's going to want them. And then we'll have gotten rid of it for 20 bucks. So, yeah, I don't know. Hang That's on to it, That's my area Jen. that needs help. We totally wanted you to be on this season because you have created this new space in your home that I absolutely love and I want our listeners to get to hear all about it. So can you tell us about your dun 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 prayer closet? Yeah. It's it's kind of weird to talk about because, you know, it's kind of supposed to be a secretive thing. To oh, it is? Closet. <laughs> well, you know, it's supposed to go in secret. Oh, your, okay, sure. You know, it's not is that what you the like. Bible says? Does the Bible call it a secret? Yeah, they yeah. say it, it says yeah, to go, go in secret. secret but Priscilla Shire made a whole movie she about it. She made a whole movie, so I guess it's all right to talk about <laughs> it's it. It's free reign now. It's, yeah. It's good. No, um, I had never seen her movie, The War Room. I don't know if y'all have watched it before. Nope. But listen, let's throw out Grandma Judy. She loves her some Christian movies. So okay. anytime those come out, she is helping the Bradfords get on board. So we okay. saw The War Room. Okay. I'm okay. waiting to see it. My, you haven't seen it either? Uh-uh. Oh, so my gosh. My husband isn't big on the cheesy <laughs> movies. Okay. So most of the time, if I suggest him, he's like, eh, no, I don't know. Um, but for whatever reason, this spring, we were like, let's give it a shot because we have not watched this yet. And so uh, we sat down to watch it, um, just the two of us. And it was so inspirational just because I think we tend to go through our lives uh, praying here and there, but never really um, spending intentional on your knees prayer time. Yeah. And it was just really inspirational to see how um, – in the movie, they showed how it truly changed their situations mm. by praying. And so in the movie, uh, uh, Miss Clara is the main lady besides uh, Priscilla's character. And it's she's an older woman who has this prayer closet. And she has tacked up all these things and prayer things all over it. And um, she reminds me a lot of my um, great-grandmother, who I barely met, um, but I just hear stories told of her that she was such a prayer warrior that when her boys in her Sunday school class went to Vietnam, 
that she prayed over each of them every day that they were gone. Wow. Except for one boy she didn't have on her list that he was there, and he was the only one that didn't come back from Oh, Vietnam. my gosh. And so Jeez. <laughs> it was, it, I don't know, it's always been passed down to me, like her the power of her prayers yeah. was really amazing and her connection with God. And so I've always aspired to have that kind of prayer life. And so watching that movie was just really a reset for me of, hey, this is an area of importance that I think I tend to delegate as not as important sure. as all of the tasks that we have as moms to do um, and really going back to that. So I just started, God just started laying on my heart, like, what way could you take what you see in this movie and pull it in practically into your world? So we have one of those under the stairs closets. You have one too, don't uh-huh. you? Okay. Yeah. I don't. I feel left out. Jenny, yours is big though. Mine is not yours that is big. Yours is not that big. Okay. Uh-uh. So mine kind of goes under the stairs and then it has a cu- curved area and goes on the other side too. So I use half of it for storing like decorations, holiday stuff. And then the other side used to be like the kids' toys that were like in the middle of the living room. And then when people are coming over, you just throw them in the closet, you know. And so now that the kids are older, we've moved all the play stuff upstairs to the playroom. And we don't really have as much downstairs. So I thought, I wonder if I could use part of that downstairs closet underneath there. It's also our tornado shelter area. And so um, that's you a know, good place. You oh, shout out tornado shelter where in that the prayer, prayr room closet, is. You well, know yeah. that's going to last through any kind of that's storm. Very strategic. Yes. <laughs> I always, you know, you see after tornadoes come through that like the staircase is the only thing remaining in homes sometimes. So I'm always feeling real good down there. But yeah. then I thought, hey, I'm going to feel double good if it's like a prayer closet too. For so sure. um, <laughs> my family has no hope. <laughs> we have no Y'all staircase. Are in the bathtub. No prayer closet. We're okay. <laughs> Pray for us while you're in there, Jenny, that maybe the <laughs> Lord will spare us. Um, so so I decided, I wonder how I could turn this space, because it kind of, you know, goes down into kind of a corner down there, um, into a space where it could be a, kind of a sacred space. Mm. I don't know if y'all have, like, a space that you go to to pray, but people always say, like, have a chair, or have a, you know, a friend of mine sits on her back porch, you know, and that's her place. And I never really had a place necessarily. And so I uh, thought, I wonder if I could turn this, but it's just white scraped up walls in there. Sure. So I decided I will get some chalk paint and paint it and see if I can write with chalk and write prayer requests on there. Okay. Rather than like push pinning a bunch of papers up all over the wall because the walls were kind of ugly anyway. So I found a really pretty turquoise chalk paint (gasps) color. It's turquoise? I didn't know that. It's really pretty. I assumed it was the good old black chalk I didn't want anything real dark, but um, the only problem is, you know, the walls are kind of textured, so writing with the chalk is a little challenging. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So it's not a perfect situation, but it works. And so the kids got totally in with it, and they helped me paint it. And then they love going in there with the chalk. And anytime they hear of someone that needs prayer, they go in with the chalk, write down wow. the request, and then you can erase it. So when the prayer is answered, we have a little washcloth in there, and we you know erase it off. So. I think I need to do more work and do the other two walls because the first wall is filling up. Like once you start actually writing down things that need to be prayed over, yeah, 
it fills up over, you know, yeah. pretty quickly because yeah. you're like, oh, and that, and that, you know. And so um, I'd love to add some other walls of um, like a wall of praise, um, yeah. you know, thankfulness and things like that. And then, you know, some more spots. So it's become a sweet little space. I put a little basket in there with some pens and journals and you know I have we have a little pottery barn kids chair in the corner so I kind of sit down on that (laughs) Jenny's sitting on the baby chair yeah uh, but it fits back in the little corner cute and so it just became a place that you know we can go and just know like hey this is the prayer closet you know I love that um sometimes before bed I'll be like hey kids let's just go in the prayer closet and pray together before bed and pray over the things in there or if someone you know, calls me or texts me with like an urgent priority. I'm like, kids, come on, let's go in here and pray in the prayer closet together over this. So wow. it's just become a real sweet spot. Um, my goal is I would love to have a routine in my life where um, three times a day, like Daniel, like that I go in there three times, like morning, noon, and night yeah. to spend time in wow. prayer in there. Um, but I haven't developed that routine or habit yet, but that's something I would love to do. So that's how it's, it, you know, it's just kind of, came about and that's beautiful yeah I think it's so cool because we were just talking about the dining room and like what do you do with the dining room yeah and I don't know like what do you do with a closet yeah but this has such significance not just for today but you're teaching your kids a practice like a discipline yeah they're gonna grow up remembering we would go in the closet and pray yes that's like a lifelong blessing agree that you're giving your babies yeah yeah Well, and I remember Jessica Nickerson. I mean, we had her on at the beginning of this season talking about home and everything. And one of the things she said over and over is that your home needs to work for you, you know? And I think so often, I mean, the dining room is the perfect example because a lot of us are stuck with these dining rooms now. We're like, you know what? What do I do with this? Mm -hmm. This doesn't necessarily work for me. Like, you know, my family doesn't use this. So how could I use this space better? And for you to think, okay, here's this precious place that is a little secluded, that is creates more of a worshipful environment because you can kind of get away, stop, slow down. You can't see everything else going on in the house. Right. 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 And you make that work for you. And I, I love that. I love that you got inspired and got after it. Yeah. It's, it's been great. Sometimes the kids are like, mom, where are you at? (laughs) I'm like, I'm in the prayer closet. (laughs) And they're, you know, they know, that they kind of might mess in. up the vibe they a little bit. They still come in anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like going to the bathroom, you yeah. know, like y'all talked about before. It's oh, like yes. You just don't have any privacy with the kids, no, no. matter what, even in the prayer closet. Yeah. But, you know. I love the other thing you said was that once you created the space, you your mind had such more of a focus on prayer that now your wall right. is full of prayers. Uh-huh. And I do think sometimes in my life, I'm like, I don't have that much to pray about. But when you create a place and margin in your life to really consider, then the Lord just brings the request to you. And I think it says something about our God that he wants us to come to him with all the needs and requests that we have. And so often we're trying to handle so much on our own. It's not on my prayer wall because I'm like, I got this, God. I don't need you. But you've created a space where anything, just like you said, someone texts or the kids hear of someone, let's go to the prayer closet. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it makes it... um, makes me follow through on doing it, you know, because sometimes you text back, oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. But what I've started trying to tell people is I'm going to add you to our prayer wall and make, you know, write your name on there. Um, and that way it makes me like, oh, I got to go in there right now and get yeah. that piece of chalk and do this because yeah. I told them I was going to add them to the prayer wall. Yes. Yeah. You know, and then I don't forget about it and I see it there. So 
it's been it's been helpful. I think it'll hopefully only grow to become more useful and as we kind of get more habits formed about praying in there. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. I cannot wait to hear in the years to come how God uses that space. So for moms listening that they may have seen the movie too, or they're hearing you talk about this for the first time and they, they, the Holy Spirit is speaking to them and they, they know they need to have a set aside place in their home for prayer. You know, if they don't have an under the stairs closet or, you know, how would you encourage a mom who's not sure where to start? Where would you tell her to start with this? I think you just think creatively about what you do have. So it could be a rocking chair on the front porch. It could be, you know, a folding chair on the back porch. Um, It could be, you know, I would say not probably your bed, but somewhere like special that you have to like go and sit there and that that is your place that you're going to meet with God and and really spend time in prayer. And if there's not a way to write down your requests on the wall or pen them up or anything, then have like a journal that you handwrite the request in. I mean, it's the same effect. Yeah. Just having a way to intentionally pray over things because sometimes we just sit down and it's like, how do I even begin to pray? Like, okay, I can go through, pray for my kids and my husband. I don't know what else needs to be prayed over, you know, Uh and you kind of just like, and then something distracts you and, oh, I forgot, I got to do this. And you make a note and, you know, your mind is just going. So having like a prayer journal maybe or something that you can look at and kind of go through and pray methodically for um, different things. I mean, the list is just endless when you start thinking about it. Yeah. For our country and our president. And yeah, I mean, your church and your pastor, I mean, all the things that, you normally wouldn't come to mind if you're just praying as you go. But if you sit and intentionally think about it and just find the best place that you have, you know, and maybe it is cleaning out a closet. In the movie, the girl went home and took all of her clothes out of her closet and moved them to a spare bedroom closet and said, I'm turning my closet into a prayer closet. Okay. So maybe it even is reorganizing and saying, I'm going to intentionally create a space for this. Um, but if you don't have the space, just using what you have. And we've talked about reading again Priscilla Shire's Fervent book, you know, as a group that really talks about prayer. Do you feel like that would be a good place for moms to start? Yeah, absolutely. She talks a lot in there about when you're in a battle, which I don't think we all realize that every day we are in a battle. We're in a battle for our children, for our minds, for our marriages, and the enemy is real, and he wants to take all those things away from us and take away our joy. And so when you're in a battle, you've got to be prepared for that battle. And I think there was a quote in the movie about that, that you um, you don't prepare for battle um, outside. You prepare in a, in a room, and you get serious about it, you know, and you put on the armor, and you're not just, like, walking around. Like, you actually go prepare And so just knowing that if we're going to fight the battle against the enemy trying to steal all of this from us, then we have got to get serious about our time with God and um, watch him move, that he's going to honor that. And he's going to see that uh, you have a heart for laying these things before him and that uh, he's going to, you know, honor those requests. And he wants to hear the cries of our hearts and he wants to um, help us and draw near to us. And, um, if we just really just abide with him. Agree. I mean, I, you know, and we're, we're trying to do a better job as a team of just keeping historical documentation of all the good things that God has done. You know, I think when you look at the old Testament too, I mean, 
Moses and God through Moses, but God says over and over, remember and don't forget, remind them what I did. There's so much too about, I think that whole journal aspect of what you're talking about of writing it down so mm-hmm. that we remember yeah. because we do get in hard times and we go, where is God? And man, if you could just flip those pages open, you go, yes. oh, there he was. Yes. There he was. Yes. So I can know that he's still here because I know he was with me then. Mm-hmm. I sure. think the other important thing too, especially for us as moms, is that you're modeling it for your kids. Yeah. So when I was in student ministry, so often my teenagers would not want to pray in public. They would just get so mm-hmm. anxious and worried that they weren't going to say the right words. Well, part of that is probably that they had never done it. Yes. And so part of what you're teaching your kids is you're teaching them how to pray. Yes. It's not fancy words. It's not fancy stuff, but it's just the practice of doing it over and over. Yes. And so what you're, I, I think it's funny. We talked about making it a secret earlier, but with our kids, nothing is secret yeah. right just like the bathroom right so this is an opportunity for you to bring them with you into the closet just like you said and model for them what it looks like to sit and talk to God for sure and you can even do that as simply as at the dinner table mm-hmm. you know I know my youngest daughter was it's just she's more quiet and more shy and so from a very young age we'd be like okay your turn you pray and she just you know got real nervous about it And so we had to coach and train her on, this is how you talk to God. Here, let me tell you what to say. And now she can say it herself, what she feels like God's telling her. But it's not, doesn't come naturally to some kids as maybe as much as other kids. And that's okay. So you got to teach them that. And um, one thing that we do at our home and around the dinner table, and I know y'all have done too before, is taking your Christmas cards that you get every year and hole punching those and keeping them throughout the year. And so we have them on a little ring and we pull those out at dinner. And so we'll be like, okay, let's, who's going to pray? And my daughter will be like, oh, hold on. We got to get our ring of Christmas cards. And we flip over and we pray for each of those families. And so uh, that allows them to kind of have a, a space of learning how to pray for other people too. That's a real simple, tangible thing. Yes. Agree. I love that. It's a safe space. Yes. It's a space where you can mess up. It's yes. a space where you can bring something that might seem, you know, especially for kids, something frivolous, but then to remind them that God cares about every single detail of our life. It doesn't yeah. matter how small or how big. Yeah. And then I think when you pray for the big things, when, when kids see us praying for big things, finances, uh, sick people, um, futures, mm-hmm. I think it reminds them too that God is a big God and he yeah. cares about the big stuff too. And so I think there's just so much value in that. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Jenny, thank you so much for being with us today. I know that our moms are going to want to connect with you and kind of keep following you along and, and the crazy things that you do <laughs> that your life just somehow is. It is. Uh, but so tell us, how can they find you? Where are you on the on the gram? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Jenny Lynn Worsham. Yes. And then, um, and then if they want to know more about gather groups and how to connect to a gather, where would they go for that? So we are on Facebook and Instagram under Gather Moms, um, but you can always go to our website, gathermoms.com, and it really explains a lot more about what a gather group looks like, how to start one, how to be in one, and answer any questions. And there's ways to contact me on there, too. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny. We love you, Jenny. I love y'all, too. Seriously. Thanks for having me. Like, you just had me at the first word because <laughs> I just love getting to hear about what God's teaching you and how you're making it real in your home. So thank you for opening that up to our moms. Thanks for having me.
So tell me, you know, there were so many good things there about, first of all, I think it's amazing. She was talking about gather groups and we just talked about the last episode was all about community. Yeah. And mom's Look at us lonely. tying it all together. Yeah. And so talking about that and then, you know, there's, I think we find community in prayer too. I mean, isn't it so meaningful when you know someone's praying for you or you, you, someone follows up with you when you've had a prayer request? That means so much to me. When I get a text and someone says, Hey, I've been praying for you. You're like, oh my goodness, what a blessing. Okay, so let me share this. So today, a friend texted me that I had sent a card to a couple days ago, and she did not open the card till today. So she Mm. just had it in her purse. And before she sent me the text, the Lord had laid her on my heart and said, I want you to pray for her today. Mm. And then she texted me and said, oh my gosh, I just opened your card. Thank you for praying for me. And I was like, how'd you know I prayed for you? She didn't. But that's what God does. I just think he is so eager to show us how he can wrap things up like that. We just have to give him the chance. And part of that is just being obedient to do it. When he says do it, when you feel a whisper on your heart for a friend or a family member or a situation, please don't overthink that. Just stop right then and just pray. Yes. Just do the thing. Yes, and it doesn't have to be, it's not complicated. It's not, we don't need to overthink it. Just like you just said, you know, you just stop down and pray. And, you know, then if you can, send them a text or a card. Let them know you're praying. Um, If you can, keep a prayer journal, you know, and get your family involved where you're keeping up with those things. And if God is leading you, Mama, make that prayer closet and make a place where you can go to battle for your family in the heavenlies. One of the things that I'm going to walk away with today from our conversation with Jenny is that I need to model this for my kids. I do think that I pray, but I don't always pray in front of them. And I think sometimes as Christian mamas, we think, oh, but it's supposed to be secret or I'm supposed to. But I remember seeing my dad read his Bible at the breakfast table while he was eating breakfast. He didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. He just sat down with his Bible and read it. So I'm like, oh my goodness, my kids are watching me. And so I want them to pick up on those disciplines that I'm doing and I need to model that for them. And one of the things that Jenny said is that when she would, you know, get a text or something about a situation, she would actually go to her kids and say, kids, come with me. We're going to the prayer closet. Yeah. I need to go get my kids and say, come on, sit down with me. We're going to pray for this. Yes. And you know, an example of something that we do in our family is if we're driving down the road and we see an ambulance or there's a traffic situation, I immediately say, who's going to pray? And that's just become a habit for us. And so now they know if there's emergency vehicles, if there's first responders, we're going to cover those people in prayer. We're going to ask for healing, you know? And so I just think those are some simple ways that we can live this out. Hey, moms, thank you so much for being with us here this episode. Uh, We hope that you connect with Jenny and you connect with us over on at Gather Moms. And remember that you can share an episode. Share this episode when our social comes out Monday so that other moms can be encouraged too. We also want to remind you about our Patreon. So Gather Moms now has a Patreon where you can support us financially every month. And we want you to know that really that is a huge blessing to our ministry because our goal is exactly what Jenny said, to connect moms to each other to help them know they are not alone and to equip them with resources and things that will help them model for their kids all the things that we believe in. And so we want to say thank you in advance for supporting us each and every month. You can go to patreon.com slash gather moms and we'll also have that in the show notes. All right moms we'll see you next time. Bye bye.